We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tommy Castor, this is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Hey, football fans, you can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown score prop bet on any pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to a $25 free bet back from BetMGM. This offer available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any first any pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Kansas only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily, hour number two. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster. Tommy, I'm on uh, BetMGM. I put mine in this morning for a Zeke Elliott first touchdown tonight in Monday Night Football. You're a lot braver than I am. Uh, I'm. I don't know if I'm touching anything in this game tonight. Well, it's got the uh, insurance, so if I miss it, I get a free bet. That's that's my take on it. I love that. I love that promotion on BetMGM. You you take a wild shot in the dark on a high odds bet, and they'll give you it back. So I'm taking Zeke tonight on that first one. Uh, BetMGM, of course, part of this program. We appreciate uh, their involvement as we take that endeavor and lick our wounds from an NFL weekend. It was a good college football weekend, though, Tommy. Like we, you know. You you know, because we text about it, Kansas has been very fruitful for me and a lot of people. I, I had been taking them on the money line to win those games. You had to give points this time around, which I was happy to do against Duke, and they snuck it in there, winning by eight on a seven-point spread. But more importantly, Tommy, you can throw all that stuff out the window. Kansas is 4-0. and and Kansas, two, if not three of those four wins are quality wins. And it comes into a homecoming weekend against Iowa State. After a sellout, we'd expect another, another nationally televised game. A legitimate Heisman candidate in Jalen Daniels feels good if you're a Jayhawk football fan right now. I think the biggest thing for me taking away from this win uh, against Duke and then Kansas moving to 4-0 is that this feels like it's real at this point. Like, it doesn't feel like it's fool's gold. It doesn't feel like it's a mirage. 
that's going to go away. Um, now, is this team going to win the Big 12? Probably not. Uh, not this year. Uh, but can they go to a bowl game? Absolutely, they can. Uh, can they be ranked in the top 25? Absolutely, they can. They're right outside at number 26, knocking on that door. And I think a lot of people believe they should have been ranked uh, going into this week. Uh, yeah, this should've. seems to be legitimate. This seems to be real. And I had the opportunity to be there on Saturday. I was in part of that sellout crowd. Uh, I've never, I've gone to a lot of Kansas football games uh, over the last 15 years. Haven't seen that environment in a long time. And uh, I was doing some research. I didn't realize the last time that Kansas won a home sellout game was in 2009 against Duke of all teams, uh, beat them back. You know, what was that 13 years ago? Uh, and so pretty incredible. Um, it, it's a, it's a special program. Lance Leipold is, is absolutely building something. Jalen Daniels is the truth. And you know, they're not, uh, like I said, that they're not an incredible football team, but it's an incredible story. And they're continuing to build that story. It's continuing to be added on. You know, we could see it coming with Jalen Daniels um, last week. Uh, very publicly threw out there, like, I'm going to throw some money behind him as a Heisman yeah. candidate because it's coming. Like, he will he will enter that conversation. And at the time, it was 100 to 1 odds. He was down there with basically with everybody else that's not one of the favorites. And it was funny, Tommy, you know, talking with some friends. They, you know, I think after the first touchdown of – the Duke game, they're like, I'm in, I'm in. And they, and you know, they, everyone gets their bet and it was still at a hundred to one. Well, by the, after the second touchdown that had dropped by more than 50%, he became one of the six favorites on, on, you know, as far as Vegas is concerned. And that tells you like, he's in the conversation now as we knew he would be, we knew he would be a couple of weeks ago. I mean, you can see it. The dude is next level good right now. And he's doing it against you know, teams that are not pushover teams. We'll see if he can keep it up in the Big 12. Obviously, that's the big question. But he has one Big 12 win under his belt. You mentioned the top 25. Um, Kansas in there as basically 26, right, as you mentioned. Kansas State's in at 25. And, you know, I think that'll ruffle the feathers of some Jayhawks out there. I think it's totally understandable, and I can accept it and understand why that is the way it is. And we're going to talk about Kansas State in the next segment. But just in general terms, for the state of Kansas, Tommy, if the, if both teams can take care of business this week, you are going to get both teams to be in the top 25. I have no idea when the last time that happened was. I believe the last time they both beat ranked opponents was like in 2017. I mean, we're in this time where we can look at this and – you know, in the in the I think this is either the ninth or the tenth football season I've been working here and paying close attention to Kansas and Kansas State. I, there hasn't been a more fun collective weekend than last weekend uh, because of what happened for both teams. Kansas, you know, continuing its start in front of you know the sellout and all those things, and Kansas State getting the big win over Oklahoma on the road in Norman. Um, it's awesome right now. And it w- but it wouldn't be collectively awesome if Kansas wasn't doing its part. And I think we all thought that things were headed in the right direction. But I don't know that anybody saw this coming outside of, you know, that program. I mean, you were as bullish on Kansas as anyone, but 3-0 and with this much buzz, even if—I mean, I don't even know that you were there in August. Were you? 
I, I certainly wasn't at the point that I'm at right now. Um, you know, we were talking about over under win totals back in August. And at that point I was like, yeah, two and a half seems like an easy bet. I mean, to, to bet the over. Um, and so I was on that for sure. I thought, okay, this team, I, I think the floor is three wins and maybe they can get to four, maybe sneak in a, a fifth. Uh, but I certainly was not at a point to where, you know, I would ever in my wildest dreams think this team is going to be four. No, I thought two and two was probably likely three and one. Maybe if every, if everything was clicking, certainly did not see four and oh, uh, you know, coming into place. And, and so I was looking at, you mentioned the last time that both of these teams were ranked and I don't know the answer to that, but I did find this the last time these two teams played each other when they were both ranked. And of course the sunflower showdown is the last game of the season, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, of the regular season. But the last time that these two teams played each other when they were both ranked was back in 1995. KU uh, was number six in the AP poll. They were seven and zero. K State was five and one, and they were ranked 14th. Uh, and K State absolutely demolished Kansas in that game, 41 to seven. So I do have that. So it's been a long time since both those teams have played each other when they were both ranked. And who knows what'll happen a couple of months from now when they actually do uh, play each other in the Sunflower Showdown. But no, to answer your question, I I was not, and I don't know if anybody. I, I think if anybody tells you that, oh yeah, I saw Forno coming a mile away, I think they're probably lying to you. I think a lot yeah, of people were optimistic, but I mean. Come on, I, I don't know how you can predict 4-0, a legitimate Heisman candidate, and just the buzz surrounding this team. I mean, in, I don't know which is more exciting to me, the Heisman piece of it, or because I don't know what's going to happen for Kansas down the road. I have, and I hope this is totally unfounded and wrong, I've had this fear, I've asked you about it, I've asked Brian Haney about it, of this, you know, potential of like a five and one six and O type start and then coming down the stretch and losing four five six games because the schedule just gets really really difficult and what that would mean so I mean, we'll cross that bridge Iowa State at home is going to be no slouch uh, we both liked Baylor last weekend that was a fruitful uh, you know feeling that we had but I look at this top 25 and this you know this certainly lends itself to Kansas State and the expectations they had coming into the year, right, to be in the top 25 four weeks in. I don't think that surprises anybody. Uh, Kansas, obviously being 26, is a bit of a surprise. But here's, here's how I want to look at that in the top 25. And just the teams that are in there. Kansas plays Pitt. You give Kansas a shot there, of course. Of course you do. Florida State. Wake Forest, Minnesota, absolutely give them a shot there. Gets a little difficult inside the top 20 where you have teams like Arkansas and Oklahoma still there, uh, BYU. But you, I think you could give Kansas a puncher's chance. A&M, certainly. Baylor, I'm curious about that game. Washington, Ole Miss. You know, you, you begin to get into the teams that, you know, really have high expectations after that point. But I don't think that anybody you know, from Minnesota, Wake Forest, Florida State, Pittsburgh, like those teams, if I'm Kansas, I, I feel like I'm right there with, right? I mean, there's a point of we got to see more from Kansas, but after what Kotal Nicky's done with this offense and the way we know they can play offense, and I thought that their defense was better against Duke and, and definitely improved some, but Kansas's key is going to be if it can continue to score at this pace, and quite frankly, 
I think that they can. I think the offense is sustainable. You know, I, I you know, not sustainable relatively. They're not going to score 50 every game. But the 35 they got against Duke, I think you can reasonably expect four to five touchdowns a game from this offense in just about every game they play this year. Yeah, there were two uh, two touchdowns that didn't happen for Kansas that should have. They were stopped at fourth and goal on the one-yard line, their opening drive of the game. Uh, and then uh, I believe it was Devin Neal fumbled as Kansas was pushing the ball down the field that Duke recovered. So, you know, there were there's 14 points right there that could have been potentially added to the 35. Uh, so I, I definitely agree with you. This offense is sustainable. By the way, maybe Andy Kotelnicki ought to replace Eric Bieniemy in Kansas City. I mean, what he's calling offensively, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, of course, but uh, his offense is incredible and the misdirection and, and all the different options. Yeah. And it helps when you have a dynamic quarterback I mean, like Jalen Daniels. Dudes are just wide open yeah. all the time yep. and that's great coaching and and, and obviously think... Jalen Daniels makes tough throws too because yeah. he does but the way Kotelnicki is getting guys open is NFL level offense I mean that's what NFL coordinators do they get guys open um, Kotelnicki is an interesting follow here through his career uh, he's been an assistant a lot and then for a while and then he hooked up with you know, with Lance Leipold, and he's been with him for a long time, he's going to get opportunities. He's one of those coordinators you'd like to see, you know, as much as pay, pay Leipold, right? Maybe maybe if you're Goff, you make sure you get in there and make him a high-paid coordinator too because you'd sure love to groom him as you groom Leipold. So if something happens with Leipold, you ha- it's just like Colin Klein at K-State. You want to groom those guys um, that are coming up behind the head coach if anything were to happen. I, I think... As you know, there was some concern as as KU has success and all of these things. Maybe that makes Leipold a more attractive candidate. And while it obviously does, I think it also may provide an avenue for him to appreciate what he has a little bit more. I, I think that you know after West Virginia, when when the rumors sort of started. The momentum between after West Virginia and now headed into homecoming are very different levels of momentum and excitement. And I think it's going to be harder to not appreciate what's right in front of you if you're Leipold. Again, money talks, but I, this he, he's done something special, and there is something to that. Like, you've done something special here. You're only three games into the four games into this season, and it like you could not. You could not have a better and more exciting start to this year than what they have right now. A Heisman candidate, you're unbeaten with big road wins, a conference win. Like, you you just, you couldn't have more. And so, I, I think that the goals now for Kansas behind the scenes, obviously top priority is, is you know, do whatever you need to do to keep Leipold. I think... Kotal Nicky becomes one of those priorities. And I think if the buzz is this high and you're golf and you know they need a new stadium, Tommy, the, I can't. does golf sleep right now? Because I'm trying to do everything I can to raise the funds to get that new stadium built at this very moment because th- there will not be a higher point of euphoria, I don't think. Now, you could sustain this euphoria that KU football's experiencing right now but I don't think it's going to get any higher because I think it's as high as it can be 
Yeah, I mean, all Lance Leipold had to do on Saturday was look around, you know, the, the capacity crowd at Memorial Stadium, 47,000 plus there to realize that Kansas football fans are hungry and they've been craving this for years upon years. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like you, you, we talked about this before. We talked about the allure of other jobs. But then you look at what he's doing, and if I'm Lance Leipold, there, you know, there's a big part of me that I'm like, man, I'm I'm already kind of worshipped here, like, and we've barely scratched the surface on what we can do with this program. Let's just keep it rolling, and hopefully that's the mentality that he has, and I I suspect it is uh, at this point. Um, and and I think that Travis Goff has got to do whatever possible, like take that current contract that Leipold has rip it up and throw it in the garbage and start drafting a new one. That's going to pay him a lot more. And that's going to lock him into Lawrence for a long time. Um, I think that the big mindset going back to what you said before about the expectations for Kansas. And, and by the way, I was waiting for you to ask me the question that you've asked me the last four weeks in a row, like, well, they won, but what happens if they lose out? You know, is it a, a disappointment? And I'm going to be more and more bullish on this each week that they win. Like, no, it's like they could lose their last eight games and the feeling that we've had as Kansas fans through the first four weeks should sustain us through the rest of the season and realize it's only going to go up from here. And so absolutely not. Like, I, I think that as Kansas fans, we're in a position now to look at this as, you know, glass half full and continue this progress and, you know, continue building it. And so I think the biggest change in mindset is rather than looking at a Big 12 schedule and being like, man, is there a way that Kansas can steal a victory out of this, you know, with any of these teams? Now it's like, hey, Kansas has a fighting chance in all of these games. Like oh, they can, they've got, a, yes. they've got a chance to win these games. Like that's the biggest mindset change that I think from four weeks ago to now you look at as being different in this squad. A couple of things. I don't believe you. I think if they ended up four and eight, you would be horribly disappointed. No, I don't think that's going to happen though. I, I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Um, but I mean, four and eight after the start and the way they're playing would be disappointing. doesn't matter. I don't think they're going four and eight. So I, I think, I think that they're, I think they're probably going in my, I think they're going six and six at worst. I Here's a couple other things that one, I think the big 12 looks really good so far this year, better than expected. There were a lot of questions across the league this year coming in. I think the league looks better than I thought it would. Iowa state and TCU become relatively critical because they come at home and it will mean three straight weeks at home and TCU looks good, right? Iowa State, I'm not sold on Iowa State for the record. Like, I don't get it with Iowa State. I don't know what, you know, they're favored against Kansas this coming week, or at least they opened that way. I don't know if it'll stay that way, but I, I just don't get it. We didn't get it against Baylor that they were favored. I, I don't I don't know what it is there that people are loving and seeing with Iowa State. Maybe we'll find out this weekend. But, you know, TCU, while they look good, becomes one of your more winnable conference games because after that, it's Oklahoma, Baylor, and Oklahoma State, two of those on the road. That's, I mean, that grind is unreal, right? And then Texas Tech just beat Texas. They They feel great about their momentum right now. Texas Tech does. Uh, Texas is who knows what Texas ever is. And then it's Kansas State. So these next two weeks become crucial. And, you know, I don't know if if we – and we can end it here because it's early and it's not that big a deal. And we'll get more into Kansas 
tomorrow with Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks. The next two weeks, Tommy, the next two weeks at home, Iowa State and TCU. I can tell you right now that my expectation is for Kansas to win both of those games. That's not, I hope they win both of those games. That now becomes, and this will be the challenge for Lance Leipold and staff, it's not cute anymore. I now expect them to win those two games yep. and those next two yep. at home. And and how about this? According to Vegas right now, Kansas, they're a three-and-a-half-point home dog to Iowa State yeah, right now. I'm telling uh, you. I'm I'm jumping on that right now for them to cover. Um, I, my quick question, and, and, and I know we'll be talking about this more as the weeks go on, we've talked a lot about the floor of Kansas. Like, all right, they're 4-0. What happens if they lose out the rest of the way? What's the ceiling for them? Like, yep. realistically, if, if your expectations are changing, are we talking eight wins, nine wins? Like, where, where are you at as far as looking at the Big 12 schedule? How many wins maximum do you think Kansas can get? I think the ceiling, and I don't know what the win total is, but I think the ceiling is top four in the league. I think that's the ceiling. Somewhere in there where you're in the mix with Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State. I mean, I think that's I think that's what you're looking at right now. The tough thing about the Big 12 is the reality, all but maybe West Virginia feel like that's also their ceiling. So the league's tough. And we have no I don't know what to expect out of the league because everybody looks pretty good. Right, everybody has wins to hang their hats on. Like every, everybody looks pretty good in the league. I think this is going to be a fun and wild and crazy year. And of course, one of those teams is Kansas State, who also had a massive victory. And my goodness, a ton to sort through out of that win. Let's do that next. And we have more on both of these teams, by the way, with our insiders coming up throughout the week. We're just sort of scratching the surface on our reactions to a wonderful weekend of college football. Let's switch to the Wildcats next. Let's do this thing. Go! Sports Daily is on KFH. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily. KFH. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor. We're taking you through some college football results over the weekend. KU fans buzzing, certainly. K-State fans buzzing and breathing a sigh of relief. Because what we hoped, which was that Tulane was a bad day at the office, perhaps a bad game plan because they were trying to hold some things back, Right? That, that's what came to fruition. And now three out of four times this year, we've seen what we expected out of Kansas State. And the Tulane game seems like the outlier because the Wildcats marched into Norman and they basically won the entire way. That was not a game, Tommy, that Kansas State, you know, snuck one on Oklahoma or had a couple of very fortunate things happen against Oklahoma Kansas State went in there. They were better than Oklahoma offensively. They were better than Oklahoma defensively to some degree. Um, and and they went out and they won the game. And good for Adrian Martinez because Adrian Martinez had a rough week, right? He did not look good against Tulane. And he comes out and plays perhaps the best game of his college career. I kind of feel like 
today's a day that I'm just collecting receipts and I'm just reminding you what I said about different things. Like we talked about the Chiefs earlier in the trap game. Uh, I remember saying Adrian Martinez can do it. He can't. And uh, he just hadn't up to that point with Kansas State. And I don't think anybody believed me. Uh, he looked really, really good. 21 to 34, 234 through the air, one touchdown. But it was really what he did with his legs. 21 attempts, 148 yards on the ground, four touchdowns. Uh, he was unstoppable. And what he was able to do running the football, it opened up opportunities for him to throw the football down the field more than we've seen him do throughout his entire tenure at Kansas State. Um, you know, he didn't throw for a ton of yards, right? 234. I mean, that's good. Um, but it was it's a lot better than what we've seen throughout the first couple of games for Kansas State. Uh, they looked like the offensive team that we've wanted to see from them throughout the first three weeks of the season. They were able to unlock it against a team that I don't think either you or I thought would really let them do that. And they did. Uh, Oklahoma, um, I, I think for as impressed as I was with Kansas State, I'm equally disappointed in Oklahoma because I certainly thought that they were better than what they showed on Saturday. And I don't know what it is about Kansas State playing Oklahoma, especially in Norman, but they've got the Sooners number at least the last few years. And uh, that was pretty impressive to see. Well, at its at its peak, Kansas State does several things, and it makes them hard to beat. They don't make mistakes, typically, and they're always good on special teams. That was that that has been the staple for K State football for a long, long time, and it continues to be even you know after the great Bill Snyder leaves and you you know you transition into Chris Kleiman. Kansas State's at its best when it does those two things: when it dominates special teams and when it doesn't make mistakes. They didn't turn the ball over for you know against Oklahoma. Um, they they. They just they played their game well. And I'll tell you, I, I don't feel quite the same way you do about Oklahoma. I think o- offensively Oklahoma, because I know K-State has a great defense, I think offensively Oklahoma impressed me more than I thought they might. Now, clearly, I didn't think K-State offensively would be able to go in and, and do what they did against what appeared to be one of the best defenses in the country, hang 41 on them. So defensively, they, they certainly disappointed me. But I was impressed with their offense. But K-State didn't flinch, I will say. Adrian Martinez, best game of his college career. Yep. But they still didn't push the ball down the field a tremendous amount. He was still just uh, he was still under 7 yards an attempt, uh, which is certainly better than he had been, but still kind of low. Um so that still needs to get better. And you know, you take away the 27-yard completion and that shrinks down even a little bit more. Maybe maybe it doesn't matter if if Martinez can run the ball that way. It's not it, that at that point it doesn't matter, right? Like then you don't have to do that. But if Adrian Martinez is bottled up running the ball, that's when he'll need to throw the ball a little bit more. Again, K State at its peak wants to run the ball like that. Like they didn't want to have to throw the ball. Um, like you know they don't want to be forced to throw the ball. If they can run the ball with a combination of Deuce Vaughn and Adrian Martinez and whoever else at their foundation, they are going to be insanely difficult to beat because they can keep you off the field. Martinez didn't have to throw it deep in that game. He he was better in that regard than he had been, still not great. And when they're playing the game plan they want to play, that's very sustainable, as we've seen three out of four games they've played this year. 
But if that has to go off script, that's where Kansas State, you know, it's happened once against Tulane, and it did not go well. So hopefully they're able to establish that run, and, and they don't need to do that because that's still the piece we don't really know, right? We don't – well, maybe we do know. Maybe we do know. I think we this do This is know. never I, – I don't know that Adrian Martinez is ever going to just sit sit back there and sling it. Like, that's not going to be the way K-State wins games. So I mean, look, the, the dude – That's okay, dude, though. That's okay if they establish what they want to. Look, the, the dude accounted for nearly 400 yards of offense on his own between his mm-hmm. arm and his legs and five touchdowns. And we're talking about his average yards per attempt. I mean, they went in and they knocked off a top 10 team in the country on the road. And we're talking about his average yards per attempt. Like, I don't need to see Adrian Martinez average 15 yards or whatever per well, attempt. Well, nobody averages 15 yards. But what, what, what I'm saying is that I, I, don't, I don't need to necessarily see that from him as long as he's producing and they're winning football games. Like, that's what matters. And that's why the, he came sure. to Kansas State. Like, it, so I'm not going to sit there and nitpick his average yards per attempt when he's running the ball for 150 yards He's running for four touchdowns, and he adds another touchdown through the air, and they go to Norman, and they knock off the Sooners. Uh, and I, then, I, but, by but the you way— you can't ignore Tulane. Like, you can't—we can't—and maybe we can when the time comes, but right now I can't just ignore what happened against Tulane. It's still relatively fresh, although we can—we want to throw it way down the road now because, hey, they just smoked Oklahoma in Norman. But the elephant in the room still exists. The, the, the reality is they don't want to play that way. Like, so, so great. Like, don't put yourself in that situation again. And maybe if Deuce Vaughn's not sick like he was reported being sick against Tulane and, you know, whatever, I just I, – I don't know what to th- – I, I don't – I think that Kansas State is good enough to where they don't ever need to put themselves in that position, right, to where they – where a team takes away their running game. There shouldn't yeah. be a team that takes away their running game that they play because that is their strength. But if sure. it happens, as it did against Tulane, that's where we, you know, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Can they pick up first downs? Can they do those things without their running game if it's being sustained in some way? I don't. I still don't know that. But it, hopefully, it doesn't matter because now three out of four times we've seen them, including the most difficult game on their schedule. They've run the ball effectively, and they've and they've done what they needed to defensively. You know, you mentioned a few minutes ago that you don't think we're ever going to see Adrian Martinez sit back and just sling the football. And I agree with you. I mean, I don't think we're going to see that, and I don't think we should see that. If we're seeing that from Kansas State, that means that something is wrong right. offensively yep. for them. And so what, what Martinez was able to do, I think it's a testament to Colin Klein and Chris Kleiman for making adjustments after the Tulane game. And so I, I, where I disagree with you is I think you can put Tulane out of your mind because I think the performance that we saw against Oklahoma, who is a superior opponent than Tulane for me at that point, wipe Tulane away. That's an aberration. Like that's not something that we're probably going to continue to see because we were able to get adjustments from the coaching staff offensively. Keep in mind, part of the reason that Brent Venables was brought to Oklahoma was because of his defensive prowess and what he's done throughout his entire career as a defensive-minded coach after the Lincoln-Riley era in, in Oklahoma. The Kansas State Wildcats went into Norman and hung 41 on the Sooners. So that's why you know I go back to saying like I'm disappointed in Oklahoma because 
they they should be a stout defensive team. And we've seen them do that early in the season, but they couldn't do it against Kansas State. And again, that's a testament to the adjustments that Chris Kleiman and Colin Klein made. We know the Wildcats want to run the football. And from what we've seen early on, and especially in that game against Tulane, you take away Deuce Vaughn and there's really not an answer. Something happened last week, and we talked to Tim Fitzgerald about it on Thursday. Something happened last week where adjustments were made. Chris Kleiman said it in his interviews. They've got to find a way to get Adrian Martinez unlocked. And they definitely did. He certainly was unlocked on Saturday. The design of the runs in, in that big, you know, third down run, credit to Martinez and a ton of credit to college client Colin Klein, because the design of that play was beautiful, right? The design of, of letting Adrian Martinez do those things felt like we were watching Colin Klein to some degree, honestly, like, and and the reason that, and I'm with K state will absolutely throw the Tulane game in the trash can. Here's why K state fans probably won't. And I'll talk to as many as I can this week to find this out because I'm curious. And the reason I think that it will be harder to just throw it in the trash can is because we saw what happened against Tulane so many times last year, right? Where where it just seemed like, man, if you couldn't get that run going, the offense was non-existent. Now, the run could be better this year, and a lot of that had to do with Skylar Thompson's injury. But that's why the Tulane game stunk so much is because it felt so much like last year when they struggled. They did not play at the level, I mean, the way that they played offensively against Oklahoma, obviously, if they do that, they won't lose another game. But you, I don't know that you can count on it, but maybe you can because maybe you have to. That's what I'm still trying to understand a little bit. But the reality is when they play the way they want to, it makes them so difficult to beat. Oklahoma had by far the best performance offensively against that Kansas State defense. I mean, by far, right? And it still wasn't enough. And that's what you can hang your hat on if you're K-State. Look, we just, our defense who has bailed us out and played so great throughout this season, they were just tested by the best offense they've played, and the offense bailed out the defense, right? Not the other way around. That's a good feeling this week. And... It's a great feeling, and I still wonder this, and we'll ask Tim Fitzgerald, if they really were hiding things to get to the Oklahoma game, an old Bill Snyder staple, right? If they were really doing that and they underestimated Tulane, I think that's absolutely a best-case scenario for this team. Absolutely. And I cannot wait to see them play this week to see if they leave the playbook now unlocked to allow Adrian Martinez to do some of those things that he'll do as dynamic a runner as he clearly is because that's where this offense will click the most. I, I think that possibility, Tommy, exists, that they overestimated, or, or sorry, I should say underestimated Tulane and just didn't put enough out there. The difference in this game on Saturday was the first quarter, and it was Kansas State jumping out. I mean, they were up 14 nothing on Oklahoma midway through the first quarter. Uh, they jumped out to a a quick lead and then really the two teams played even, you know, after the first quarter, they in fact scored the exact same number of points in the second, third and fourth quarters. But it was the difference. The first quarter of the game, they jumped out. They got, they got a great start. They established what they wanted to do offensively. 
And they made it very clear, this is how we're going to do it, on the ground with Deuce Vaughn and on the ground with Adrian Martinez. And that was a struggle a week ago against Tulane, where they could never establish their offensive identity. They could never get into the flow. And, you know, and so early on, they weren't able to do it. And by that point, by you, by the time you got into the second half, there was no way. I mean, the entire game plan, plan was thrown out the window. And it was like, we got to do whatever we can to try to win here. Um, let's, you know, throw everything out. They were able to jump in early against Oklahoma, establish the run game, establish what they wanted to do, and never look back. And that ultimately was the deciding factor in the game. What a win. How much fun was that? How excited are we now again? I love it. I'm so happy for K-State fans. I'm so happy for you know the players in that program to do that and just wash away Tulane. I mean, a great, great week. Man, it's fun to be a, a football fan for college in the state of Kansas. Guys like me who don't have a rooting allegiance that can just sit back and enjoy both. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Saturdays have been a blast this fall, and it's going to keep doing that. Uh, let's give, let's have a giveaway here. Uh, tickets to the Wichita Thunder home opener. Tommy, when is that? October 22nd, Interest Bank Arena. The Thunder taking on the Allen Americans. All right, there's that piece of it. That's a four-pack to the Wichita Thunder home opener. Uh, we will have another four-pack of tickets, I believe. Do we still have them, Jad, to our running the bases? How many of those tickets do we have left? All right, so we'll give away a four-pack of tickets to the Wichita Thunder home opener, a four-pack of tickets to running the bases, which is a movie out in theaters now. It's a small-town baseball coach who gets a major opportunity at a new school, but his faith-first coaching approach causes tension with his new boss. So you'll have a four-pack to that, the Thunder, and a couple of... Uh, free tea cards to HTO to get some free iced tea. Check out all the great flavors there. We'll do that right now for our second caller during the break. Jad will take care of that. We'll come back. Our last full segment of Sports Daily coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
I haven't got all day. 869-1240. Time to get busy. This is Sports Daily on KFH. Everybody, Sports Daily, KFH, Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Jad Chambers producing for us uh, back in the studio, giving away uh, tickets and all kinds of fun stuff each and every day as we do here on the program. A busy Tuesday edition coming up, including Dan Israel, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network. We will get the very latest on what was a very disappointing game with the Chiefs and see if there's any buzz about that confrontation at halftime between Mahomes and Vietnamese. We'll uh, we'll get to that with Dan Israel tomorrow. Monday Night Football as we finish up week three of the NFL tonight. Oddly enough, the Giants, favored by a point tonight, can become one of three teams in the NFL to go 3-0, and Tommy. You think they're going to do it, or how do you feel about this game? What are, what are you feeling on it? I told you I took the Zeke Elliott first touchdown because it's got insurance on it at BetMGM. Bet uh, but other than that, I mean, I'll prop. I might throw like a very like five bucks on a crazy, you know, prop filled parlay type thing. As far as the game goes, I do like the Cowboys in this game. Cooper Rush has shown himself to be serviceable. They're getting healthier at wide receiver, and that defense is just filthy, man. I I, I kind of like the Cowboys here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's just it's bizarre. I can see this going either way. The Giants, oh, totally. The Giants are not legit I don't believe but neither are the Cowboys um, but you know what it would be totally the most Cowboys thing ever if Cooper Rush continues to win and then there's a quarterback controversy when Dak is healthy um, and that's what Jerry Jones wants I mean he said that himself <laughs> that's what Jerry Jones wants. Mike McCarthy so, tried to put that fire out but I can tell yeah. you right now because my entire family is our Cowboy like that buzz there ain't that Pandora's box has been opened alright that, that there's no closing it now Yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be crazy. All right, Monday Night Football, which, by the way, you'll hear tonight here on KFH. We'll get you the rest of the programming lineup today as well when we return. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best.
best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.